can we accomplish shofar without a shofar? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with another episode of Tachlis Talks. Growth-oriented, partial-related, usually, Torah podcast. This week we're going to focus on the upcoming holiday of Rosh Hashanah, or if you're beyond Rosh Hashanah, the recent holiday of Rosh Hashanah. There's another one coming up next year. And the rather surprising spiritual concern and rectification of that concern in the fact that this year, in all traditional settings, shofar will not be blown on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. First day of Rosh Hashanah this year is on a Shabbos, and technically, shofar can be blown on a Shabbos. It can certainly be blown on a holiday. Torah says to blow it on Rosh Hashanah. Biblically, the Torah can be blown on the Shabbos due to concerns as to some type of Torah transgression related to the Shabbos. In fact, due to concerns of an inadvertent transgression of shofar being carried through a super public domain on the Shabbos, even though that transgression might be an individual or several individuals across the nation of Israel, and all of us have a biblical mitzvah to blow the shofar on this first day of Rosh Hashanah, even if it's not Shabbos, but the sages made a ban against blowing the shofar on Shabbos. Their concern for the Shabbos and the need to protect against any infraction, even involuntary, mistaken transgression, there was such concern, this risk to the damage of the sanctity of the Shabbos, that they tabled the shofar blowing. Now, Shofar, Rosh Hashanah, those fit together so tightly that it's somewhat surprising, but if we pay attention to some of the further elements of Shofar, it becomes even more surprising. Number one, we commented, it's a biblical mitzvah, and there is no makeup opportunity. Day number two is not a biblical opportunity. Day number two is a rabbinic status. That means we're not getting the Torah mitzvah of Shofar this whole year. It's been since last Rosh Hashanah. We're not going to have another opportunity for the biblical mitzvah until next Rosh Hashanah. That's a big deal. We're missing all the spiritual benefit of that mitzvah. We're missing the inspiration the shofar provides. The wake-up call, the declaration of carnating God as the king, all of that we're missing this year due to the concern for a maybe mistaken infraction violating of the Shabbos. But it really much more extreme than that. As the work Meshach Chachma points out, the Talmud tells us that any year in which there is no shofar blast heard in the beginning of the year will be rush. The Rosh Hashanah will lead to rush, Rosh Shin, impoverished. It will be a year with spiritual deficit, with blessing curtailed, basically cursed. The sages are precluding the spiritual energy of the shofar, and we're losing out? Okay, maybe since it's through no fault of our own, we don't have to worry about it. The Talmud over there that says we will lose out, Tosos over there, the, of the most significant commentators to the Talmud, bringing from the Balachos Kedolos, one of the very early classic works, says even if you don't blow through no fault of your own, even if you are what is called anus, you are somehow restricted. You find yourself on a desert island. You're in the space shuttle. You don't have a shofar. You still are in this predicament because, as commentaries explain, think of it as medicine. 
if there is illness and you don't take the medicine, the fact that you didn't take the medicine through no fault of your own doesn't provide the protection. Okay, it helps us explain why you're not a negligent person, but the ultimate reality is you need the medicine. If you didn't get the vaccine or you didn't take the medication through absolutely no fault of your own, you aren't gifted with all of the benefits that it could have provided. Shofar can provide great benefits that are crucial benefits. Without the benefits of the shofar, we are at great risk. And if we miss the shofar, we remain at risk. So why, in fact, did the sages reduce uh, this protection, remove this protection from us, and bar us from blowing the shofar? And the Meshachach Mashir is a fascinating perspective. One of the key themes of shofar is recalling the binding of Isaac. We're going to read that in the Torah reading in Rosh Hashanah. When Abraham substituted the ram after Abraham was fully ready to go forth with this, if God wants me to slaughter my son, so shall I do. And Isaac is ready to be slaughtered and given over to God in this manner. They've shown their devotion. God says, stop. And instead they bring the ram. The ram's horn becomes the indicator of that devotion, the dedication, the loyalty displayed by Avraham and Yitzchak. The ram's horn, the signal to the Akedah, the binding of Isaac, we facilitate that, we accomplish that, we trigger that display of our devotion. It's not simply Avraham and Yitzchak at the beginning of our national history, but they implant within us. We have the Avraham and Yitzchak spiritual DNA, aside from the physical DNA, and that links us to that Akedah, that binding of Isaac, that display of incredible dedication to God. Shofar is meant to accomplish that. Says the Meshachachma, there's something else that can accomplish that. When we say, Hashem, God, we so value your Shabbos, we so cherish and protect your Shabbos, which is the day that symbolizes our recognition of you as our creator, of you as our ultimate provider, and that all of our mini-God activities all week long as we produce and change and alter the world and develop, that is all a function of the fact that you have given us the resources and the talent and the inspiration and the opportunity, and it's all ultimately emanating from you. That Shabbos, that signifies that, we are so cautious about protecting your Shabbos. We have such concern for your Shabbat that we are ready to take the hit. We are ready to suffer the loss that is the reality of not having a chauffeur blast, not having that significant infusion of that spiritual medicine will suffer and lose out and risk all of the potential negative ramifications in order to protect your Shabbos and maintain our declaration of you as the creator and you as the provider. And God looks down at us and says, you have just done another Akedah. You have just accomplished another binding of Isaac. Because when you, my dear children, indicate that you are ready to suffer a significant setback, 
for my sake, then you're the winners. Top takeaways. We can do it with a chauffeur. We can do it without a chauffeur. We can do it with a chauffeur if we grow beyond thinking of a chauffeur as a horn that's being blown in the synagogue and get past focusing on, hey, did the sounds come out? Clearly, it was a little off this year. But focus on the message of the chauffeur. Focus on the fact that we are children of Avraham and Yitzchak, of Abraham and Isaac, who passed that test of the binding and put into our DNA the capacity to do the same. And that internally, we're developing a sensitivity and appreciation for our capacity to really, really be God-focused and ready to have God's dominance dictate how we live our lives. And when we have no chauffeur, to be attentive to the fact that, oh, it's not just that we managed to have a few less minutes in the services today, but we made a display of our goal of protecting the Shabbat. And wherever we are in our Shabbos observant, we have Tachos Talk listeners who have been keeping Shabbos since the moment they were born. We have others who are new to Shabbos. We have some who can pass a test of flying colors as to their degree of accurate fulfillment. Others that would say, not quite there. We all have the capacity to move it up a notch in terms of our focus on the details and the laws, on the spiritual elements, on the nuances, on the, the, all the great benefits we gain and can glean from the Shabbos. We can all dedicate ourselves one degree further to Shabbos, and in so doing, display to God, I'm ready to forfeit some time or finance or social benefits or whatever other momentary pleasures I would have for the ultimate deep gains of connectivity to you through the Shabbos. In so doing, when we've got the chauffeur and without the chauffeur, we can achieve a greater connectivity to God and a greater capacity to be the type of people who will be far more likely to achieve our topics.